Welcome to the University of the Free State Career Services Podcast, where we talk to experts about the ins and outs of jobs and share tips that will give you a grip on your future career. Diana Ross once said, ain't no mountain high enough, ain't no valley low enough, ain't no river wide enough to keep our guest today away from all of his achievements. Um, hailing from the mountains of Putari Chava, our guest has conquered a lot of mountains in his time, one of them being his unconventional naked hikes, which have been trending all over social media at some point. <laughs> but in terms of the rivers and the valleys, he is also um, he's an ocean rower. He was one of the 15,000 South African rowers across who were given an opportunity to row across the Atlantic Ocean in 45 days. Mind you, our dear listeners, there are 60 million people in South Africa, and he was one of the portion of people that were given the opportunity to do that. Mr. Lepaka is also a chemical engineer, entrepreneur, community leader, and a personal development coach. He has established his own program um, called the Mind Refinery Seminar, where he has impacted and transformed thousands and tens of lives in South Africa, helping them to control their own destiny. Well, with all of these accolades, I'm sure it is impossible um, that people do not recognize that he's part of the top 50 most influential young people in South Africa and the premier of Free State had to recognize that, right? But lastly, fun fact, this man is a fire walking instructor. <laughs> Welcome, Mr. Fanafikilele Paha. Thank you very much for having me. And uh, yes, uh, I am uh, the only one who was chosen out of 15,000. Uh -huh. So I am the only South African that went and rowed across the Atlantic Ocean, becoming the first black African to row across any ocean. Really? So not 15,000, you're chosen from the 15,000? Out of 15,000 entrants in a competition, I became yes. the one chosen. So I went and rowed with Rian Mensah across the Atlantic Ocean. Wow. Well, congratulations for that. That's a big achievement. Thank you very much. Yes. But my first question for starting the whole podcast, the one thing I wanted to know was how many burnt feet have you seen? None. 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 There is no uh, burning of feet when we do firewalking. Uh, it's actually mind over matter. And really? it's hard to explain it because we, our minds imagine what we want to imagine. But when you experience it, then you don't feel a thing walking over 600 degrees cold. It's a life-changing experience. It, it, it sounds hot. It sounds hot. And you tell me no blisters and nothing. During this no, time. Nah, no. Everything is, is uh, there's a coaching that goes with it. So you, are, you understand the purpose more than anything. So there's no incidences that we get. Mm. Um, not I've gotten in my training and coachings, but uh, people's life change. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, from reading your bio, I could see that you're a person who loves adventure. And I'd like to find out from where did this love start from? Um, the truth is I've always been a curious person. I've always been a curious child uh, growing up in Kwa Kwa. Um, I was also one of those smart kids that used to pass maths and science, right? So when I finished school, I went and studied chemical engineering, uh, not because I wanted to be a chemical engineer. I just was looking for a challenge. And at the time, I thought that was like the one of the toughest uh, courses I could do, you know? Uh, thereafter, I realized that um, I felt like I, I could do more, I could be more. So I decided to be an entrepreneur and try different businesses out. You know, so the the desire to grow and be the better version of myself 
led me to all of these adventures that I have found doing in my life. You know, like for instance, uh, becoming a life coach was because I was developing myself to be the best version of myself. Mm-hmm. And that included me finding hiking as, as something that I could do, uh, then finding out about fire walking and finding out these courses where I can help other people. So I've been growing in my life and finding things that I, I could learn and then teach other, other people to do as well. Wow, that's brilliant. Um, having to walk this life and having to find yourself through that journey. I'd like to also know what businesses did you find yourself doing? So the first business I started was a very small business, which was me selling airtime to students in a building I stayed in in Johannesburg. Um, that was for me to learn how to sell. You know, The second one was... Uh, selling clothing branded Kwa2D Matwa, uh, making people be proud of where they come from, which is Kwa2D where I come from. Mm-hmm. And that build, business was the first one that got me like in the public's eye. And then following that, I got into a arts business where we were doing events for poetry uh, called Signature Poetry. And thereafter, which is the business I'm on right now, which is the coaching and training where I host seminars, I host workshops, I host camps and these hikes that I do. It's called Mind Refinery Seminars. Okay, so tell me a little bit more about um, your journey as a student going into a professional life. So you've touched on the fact that you were a student, but then you found yourself. And I'm sure that's where you fell in love with personal development as well. So just tell us about how that started from being a student, going forth, studying, and then um, falling in love with personal development and deciding that's what I want to do. So with being a student studying chemical engineering at the at UJ, um, I was enjoying myself. It wasn't really like I was in a bad space or anything like that. After studying, I went to the South African breweries where I was getting my practicals. It was there where I realized that even though I enjoyed the space, but it wasn't going to allow me to to be more of who I wanted to be. So I left the space, I left the uh, employment environment, and I went into the entrepreneurship space. So it was in this space where I discovered other alternative courses and learning experiences that I started enrolling in certain short courses from certain coaches from around the world. Then that helped me to develop myself into a personal development coach. And that journey of getting these other alternative education spaces led me to become a personal development coach and a master facilitator, firewalking instructor and all of that. So the journey of being an active student is what I would like to talk about. So I'm an active student, not because I, I went to an institution and I learned, but I'm an active student in that I look for places where I could learn. I look for teachers. I look for people, you could be my teacher, you could know something that I don't know, and I would probably even pay you to teach me that skill. So I'm an active learner, and those skills, I turn into businesses. You sound so passionate about that. You sound so passionate about what you speak about, what you have found in this walk of life. But I'm sure there are those low days, there are those days that are not so pretty. Uh, Please tell us a little bit more about those days. What makes your job mundane? There are those low days, but more on a personal level, more than my job. Um, My job is about helping people. So I'm very passionate about people. To do what I do, you have to love people. You know, Mm -hmm. you need to be patient with people. And I think that's the one thing that I possess that gives me the strength. So in terms of low days, it's more about, you know, when you do a lot for people, you do very little for yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, because I have a lot of time that I spend 
uh, traveling, going to see other people that sometimes I take too much from my personal time. And when I start realizing certain results in my life that I'm not so happy with, that's when I get low. That's when I get hit hard. Um, I hear about reflection and reflecting and taking stock for me. Sound a little bit different, similar, but not necessarily the same thing, right? Being accountable for the decisions you make. Okay, so now that you've spoken about all the interesting things in your life, um, one thing that I have not heard you say is uh, the one secret, the one um, thing that we don't know about your job that you'd like us to know. I have fun every day. <laughs> I have fun every day because I'm excited every day because uh, I work from a place of passion, uh. right? So anything that I do, it's something I'm passionate about. You can wake me up at three o'clock and say, uh, we need to do this work or we need to help this person or we need to run this thing. And I'm ready because it's something I'm very passionate about. And when you work from a place of passion, you are never bored. So a lot of people get stuck in the mundane and the routine because they, they're missing the passion element. They didn't choose a job or a career based on the passion, which I did. And for me, I would do this any time of the day. I'm sure everyone wants to do it every time of the day. <laughs> I want to do your job every time of the day. But um, it's tough to make such decisions when I know most of us are looking for security. So, and it sounds like you were very bold and you were very brave in having to do this decision. What, are the, what was the mental thought process to make you say, okay, I'm going to leave my job, my nine to five, and I'm going to go focus on starting my business, which might not always feed me. Um, I think it's something our students would need to hear. How, how would you approach that? What was the thought process behind that, actually? It is a very difficult transition to make. I don't want to lie. I don't mm -hmm. want to say this is an easy thing to do. No, it's a very difficult transition to make and a decision to make. Because, first of all, I mean, your parents invested in you going to university, which they did in my case. I remember when I was telling them that I'm about to quit my job and go out in the streets and try and make it out there. They thought I was crazy. You know, but something in me told me to just keep going. You know, I kept pushing. I, I was hungry for the longest time. And unfortunately, your pride won't let you to go back to those people and beg because <laughs> you've already told them you're quitting. They'll tell you, go and get your job back, you know. So uh, it was hard, but I had motivational books that I was reading. I had audios that I was listening to. They kept me going. Uh, positive messages that I was getting from uh, whether watching a video on YouTube, reading a book, those kept me going. So if you are deciding to do what I did or would like to follow your passion, just know it's going to be an uphill battle at first. But if you stick it through, then you'll start seeing the light. That's what I would advise anyone that might want to do this because it's honestly not easy but it is definitely rewarding. It's honestly not easy, but it is definitely rewarding. Uh, thank you so much for those words. I think that's a phrase that we should keep dear to our hearts. But now we have reached the part of our show where it's very fun. Okay, it's called Fire Questions, okay? Are you ready for our Fire Questions? Fire away. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Sweet or salty? Salty. Remote or on-site? Remote. Every morning I? Run. My favorite word is? Awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming to our podcast. We've reached the end of our segment. It was so fun having you. I'm showering us with your words of wisdom. I'm definitely inspired and I hope our listeners are inspired out there. Thank you so much. Thank Please you for having the rest me. of your day. Thank you very much. Eh? That's it for now. Listen to all our episodes to make sure that you get into the fast lane of career success.